Hello, my name is Esperanza Lopez, and today I will be reviewing chapter 10 from the book Technology in the Classroom for Now and the Future. Chapter 10 is titled Technology, Legal, and Informational Literacy Essentials. With the use of technology, we use a lot of tools, but we need to know how to use them properly. We need to use them legally, ethically, and appropriately. Parents, students, and teachers need to comply with acceptable use policies developed by the school district. As teachers, it is our responsibility to introduce acceptable use policies to students, parents, and parents so they can know the appropriate guidelines for internet use. Also, as teachers, we need to set the example for students and always practice legal, ethical, and appropriate use of technology. An issue that is common in schools is the digital divide, which is normally due to results of inequalities between individual households, businesses, or geographical areas. This inequality is most often due to different socioeconomical levels. And then the next subheading says, with technology, there are now new literacies, which are visual literacy, graph literacy, and media literacy. Visual literacy is the ability to make meaning from informational from information presented in the form of an image. Graph literacy is the ability to read and understand messages presented graphically. The skill of reading and understanding tables, diagrams, and flowcharts, timelines, and maps and pie charts is essential skill in contemporary workplace. Media literacy refers to the ability to read, analyze, evaluate, and produce communication in a variety of media forms, including audio and video. For te technology standards, the International Society for Technology and Education, ISTE, is a nonprofit organization whose purpose is to assist educators and educational leaders in advancing technology for the use of learners. ISTE has developed standards for educators and students. These standards identify the skills and expertise for both groups that they need to function in today's digital environment. Teacher and student behaviors and practices. Professional and appropriate behavior is a requirement for all teachers and students in the digital environment. Many states, including Texas, have certification sanctions and even civil lawsuits regarding misbehavior with technology. The acceptable use policy is a written agreement among involved parties that provides guidelines for behavior on the internet or internet which is a network that uses technology to share information or computing services within the organization. Netiquette and online manners. Knowing the proper etiquette for communicating in the online environment can make a difference in how a message is perceived. Proper communication includes the following. Always identify oneself, including title and or place where one teaches, especially if writing to parents or other administrators. Use appropriate language. Refrain from using sarcasm. Do not be offensive online with language or pictures. Keep a high standard of behavior for the online environment. Avoid obscenity. Do not use all caps because this means that the sender is screaming at the person receiving the message. Use spelling, punctuation, and grammar check tools on your messages. Be alert to copyright and plagiarism issues. Be respectful and sensitive to others in both copying and sharing messages and regarding diversity issues. 
use emoticons properly to be cautious with using humor. Sometimes humor does not translate to text properly and different cultures see humor and sarcasm in different ways. Avoid forwarding spam and or suspicious messages with possible viruses. Avoid forwarding chain letters. Also, remember to be respectful to the recipient of your message. Be aware that acceptable and or casual language can, be ver can vary from audience to audience. Be respectful of, to your reader. Make messages meaningful and consist, concise with, without unneeded graphics or attachments. If attachments are permanent, pertinent, be mindful of the size and required download time. Use your visual diplomatic skills to direct angry or off-topic discussions back to the discussion topic. Computer and Cyber Ethics the Computer Ethics Institute provides a forum of resources for the identification, assessment, and responses to ethical issues associated with the advancement of information technologies in society. The Institute has also published the Ten Commandments of Computer Ethics, which provides guidelines for ethical behavior in the computer world, which are, Thou shalt not use computer to harm other people. Thou shalt not interfere with other people's computer work. Thou shalt not snoop around in other people's computer files. Thou shalt not use a computer to steal. Thou shalt not use a computer to bear false witness. Thou shalt not copy or use pr propriety software for which you have not paid. Thou shalt not use other people's computer resources without authorization or proper compensation. Thou shalt not appropriate other people's intellectual output. Thou shalt not Think about the social consequences of the program you are writing or the system you are designing. And thou shalt not shalt always use computer in ways to ensure consideration and respect for your fellow humans. These rules of etiquette for the computer have expanded over time to include concepts relevant to the expanded use of computers. The internet and other ongoing innovations that appear daily in the technology world. Another topic is bullying and cyberbullying, which are unacceptable practices for students and teachers, whether it's perpetrated face-to-face -face or through electronic technology. Either type of bullying is unsocialized, aggressive behavior toward another person. It is important for teachers, parents, and guardians to closely monitor children's use of electronic devices, computers, and cell phones alike to note any behavior that seems inconsistent or out of ordinary. The following are, are, is a list of red flags that a child may be coming a victim of cyberbullying if he or she unexpectedly stop using their device, appears nervous or jumpy when using their device, appears uneasy about going to school or outside in general, appears to be angry, depressed, or frustrated after texting, chatting, using social media, or gaming, avoids discussions about what they are doing online, becomes abnormally withdrawn from the usual friends and family members. And the following are terms of red flags that a child may be cyberbullying others if he or she quickly switches screens or hides their devices when others walk by, use their devices at all hours of the night, gets unusually upset if he or she cannot use their devices, avoids discussions about what they are doing online, use multiple online accounts or use an account that is not his or her own. The next topic is plagiarism, 
which is not allowed. Plagiarism is defined as the act of using another person's words or ideas without giving credit to that person. And that's the definition provided by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. To plagiarize is to steal and pass off the ideas or words of another as one's own. Use another's production without crediting the source. Commit literacy theft. Present a new and original idea or product derived from an existing source. When using someone's, someone else's materials, ideas, and so on to create documents, Credit must be given to the sources used. The online writing lab list has a list of common examples of plagiarism, which are if you buy, steal, or borrow a paper and turn it in as your own, if you hire someone to write a paper for you, then turn it in as your own, if you use the source too closely when you are paraphrasing information, if you build on someone else's ideas without citing or giving proper credit, if you copy from another source without giving proper credit, which brings us to the next topic, which is what is a trademark, patent, copyright, trademark, and a service mark? And these are all not synonyms. They are different, and teachers need to know this. So a trademark is a word, phrase, symbol, or and or design that identifies and distinguishes the source of goods of one party from those two others. A service mark is a word, phrase, or symbol and or design that identifies and distinguishes the source of a service rather than goods. A patent is a limited duration property right relating to an invention granted by the United States Patent and Trademark Office in exchange for public disclosure of the invention. The USPTO can use the design utility, and plan other patents. A copyright protects works from authorship, such as writings, musics, and works of art that have been tangibly expressed. So for that, we need to learn citations and references guidelines, which is in page 271. And uh, as teachers, we need to learn the APA citation style, 6th edition which is the Publication Manual of American Psychological Association. And they give us a great uh, online tool, which is the Online Writing Lab, or OWL, at Purdue University. And this is a great website, so you know how to cite properly. Other citation generators for students are Citation Machine, which is citationmachine.net, ECBIB, ecbib.com, Citation Builder, lib.ncsu.edu slash citation builder, Night Site, which is calvin.edu slash library slash night site, RefMe, which is refme.com slash us, bibme, which is bibme.org. So next we have um, what makes a web page? And we can read about the browsers, which are Firefox, Safari, Microsoft Edge, and stuff like that. Each web page has a URL, which is the address of documents and other resources for the World Wide Web, and includes the following. So, www is World Wide Web, 
HTTP stands for Hypertext Transfer Protocol and defines how messages are formatted and transmitted. Copyright, we already went over that, which is the domain name, which includes to identify an internet protocol and IP address. The domain suffix, which is um, usually .xxx, so this can be replaced with .gov, which is government agencies, .edu, which is for education, .org, which is for organizations that are nonprofit, .mil, which are for military, .com, commercial businesses, .net, network organizations, and .ca, which are for Canada, or for example, other countries like Mexico will be .mx. So an important thing that teachers need to consider before using a web page or web resources with their students is that they are rich in content, that they need to know the accuracy of the information, the source of the information, are they reliable with real resources or someone who just created a web page for fun, page design which includes colors, schemes, fonts, page layout and graphics, the navigation of the website, the copyright date, is the date current, a listed, a listed contact person or webmaster for the website, if there are inappropriate elements, bias, inappropriate language, violence, and in, in, inappropriate graphics or advertisements, appropriateness for the audience, does the content and the way it is presented work for your audience, stimulation factor, on target to maintain interest level versus overly stimulating for age group, readability, readability or for one's particular group. So with that comes the conclusion of this chapter 10 with technology, legal and informational literacy essentials. So as teachers, we need to be ethical and responsible of the way we use technology and the way we presented and be role models for our students and always remember that technology is a tool to help facilitate student learning and in managing teachers work because technology is evolving the associated rules and laws will also evolve this means that as teachers and students we must stay current on the changes associated with any given technology and its associated components